Your favorite Lagos Talks podcasts are now available on all online podcast platforms. Simply search for Lagos Talks 913 on your preferred podcast platform. Lagos Talks 91.3. Join the conversation. Okay, all right. Let's get the show going. So uh, just like I mentioned, I was going to go live on Instagram. And right about now, I'm live on Instagram. So if you want to see how it's going down in the studio, just head on down to my Instagram at it, And you will see how it's going down in the studio right here with me. Yes. Uh, and uh, just like I mentioned, uh, for the sake of people who are just tuning in, we're going to be taking a look at emotional wounds. Yes, identifying and how to address it, how to heal emotional wounds. Yes. So, uh, first and foremost, what is an emotional wound? Yes, I'm sure a lot of people have been asking because they're not certain exactly. But, uh, oh, yes. Hey, I'm one of my bros. So, yes, like I mentioned, I'm live on Instagram. So, if you want to see how it's going down in the studio, feel free to head on down to OB Doing It, O B I D O I N G I T, and you will see how I'm holding it down here in the studio, okay? All right, so like I mentioned, uh, what is an emotional wound? So, you know, when, an, uh, when a stressful event uh, perceived or real creates a ripple effect in a life that ends up affecting how we react emotionally to people around us, that is basically an emotional wound, yes. So, uh, when such an event and the emotional felt hands are just left unaddressed, because that's one thing that's usually, you know, when you have like a wound, I mean, you might have it addressed normally, not a wound naturally, but for an emotional wound, it's usually something that's, that's just lingering and it's not being sorted out. They just basically leave an emotional wound and it's just something that maybe um, express pain, discomfort or just being broken. So that is basically emotional wound. And then I want us to take a look at some of the signs, you know, that you can use to know that absolutely you are emotionally wounded so uh right about now okay we have uh okay some people hello people on my instagram live yes well done well done thank you for joining in and uh for those of us who are just joining in the conversation we're taking a look at is emotional wounds so just like i mentioned now we're going to be taking a look at some of the signs that you're emotionally wounded and the first one i want us to take a look at is flashbacks yes you have flashbacks to the trauma traumatic events you know and you're following that emotional traumatic event it is just normal to get flashbacks even years later uh but you know that there are two different types of flashbacks yeah so uh according to i beg your pardon to you know so licensed clinical social worker uh who gave us this information says it can bring to both explicit and implicit flashbacks. So explicit flashbacks are what you probably first think of. Yes, uh, which was further described as uh, being involuntarily transported back in time. Yes. And uh, as if the event was happening right in front of you and all over again. You know, it just basically feels like you're reliving the moment. It's that kind of Reliving the moment that you didn't even exactly want to go back there, but because of how much, um, you know, it wasn't attended to, it wasn't addressed. It's just a typical flashback where you relive um, an event, basically. Uh, while, uh, you know, while explicit flashbacks are more memory-based, 
Impulsive flashbacks, on the other hand, are driven much more by emotions. Yes. So these kind of uh, flashbacks involve events that happen in infancy or early childhood, uh, usually before the child develops a strong, explicit memory. Yeah. So uh, that's pretty, pretty much uh, the first one I want us to take a look at. The second one here, which is uh, something that a lot of people do struggle with, which is uh, what even made me want to take a look at this is low self-esteem. Uh, so... You know, emotional wounds, they hurt. Yeah, and they can often make you doubt your self-worth. That's that's one thing that, you know, a lot of people struggle with. It's it's common for these wounds to be verbally as abusive, you know, insulting, or simply just demeaning. Uh, but with that said, you may, you know, you may just look back at those events and feel small, worthless, guilty, or ashamed. But you need to remember that, you know, these feelings are likely a sign of an emotional wound. Yes, when you're feeling guilty for something that maybe you might not even have had the chance to change, something that just unfortunately, you just happen to have met someone that was just not pretty much the best person for you. They weren't exactly emotionally um, intelligent. They didn't know how to address certain uh, situations with you. And then they just, you know, said the wrong kind of things to you. And that just would have left a wound on you because you would... It could have been an insecurity. It could have been something that you weren't even very much aware of. Normally, when someone says insensitive things to you, it, it hits it hits home. It hits home. So it's just, uh, it's just a very big struggle. But, you know, with proper healing, you just be able to process in a healthy way that that doesn't cause you to, to just have yourself asking questions, you know, question your confidence or your self-worth. So... We will definitely get to the healing part, but another um, you know sign that you are emotionally wounded is you have trouble controlling your emotions. And you know there are some questions that you can ask yourself, like you know, do you find yourself getting angry over small things? Do you see yourself lashing out unexpectedly? You know, having a hard time quieting your mind at night. You know, these are all signs of an emotional wound. Yes, yes, because you know when you get ang- angry over small things, definitely. There's, there's there's a root to that. You need to find a way to address that. And we'll get to that as well uh, along the line. Another thing that I want us to, you know, pretty much understand that is a sign is you find yourself emotionally eating. Yes, for some, some of us who do not even understand, the first question that you wouldn't even want to ask is, do you ever find yourself mindlessly eating to fill a gap? Yes, you know. There's, there's just, just a, a chance that you could be coping with an emotional wound. Uh, you know, emotional eating is common during times of stress, pain, and discomfort. You're just basically trying to fill your mind with, with stuff that's supposed to help you move past what exactly it is that you are struggling with. But uh, that is not exactly, that is not exactly best, uh, the best decision because... You know, emotional eating is a common consequence of emotional trauma, just like uh, I'm trying to make us understand. It can make someone feel distracted from their past and symbolize the regaining of control. So emotional eating can lead to a variety of eating disorders normally. Uh, so it is important to recognize that this is, you know, this in yourself. And if you can relate and work on he- healing in a healthy way, it would absolutely pay you a wonderful kind. So, uh, Another option, uh, or rather, another sign that we're going to take a look at. We have about uh, about seven signs here. And uh, this next one we're going to be taking a look at is, you have a chaotic sleep schedule. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Because normally, you can find yourself randomly just overthinking. And before you know it, you've actually... You're supposed to be asleep. You might find yourself awake in the middle of the night and then you're just there thinking, wasting time, thinking about, oh, it's... I won't entirely blame you because you probably don't know better. You know, it's just... Sometimes if you find yourself sleeping too much, so it might not even entirely be a situation of not even getting enough sleep. You know, do you just find yourself randomly waking up at the at late times at night? All of this chaos, you know, surrounding yourself could really just be an effect of emotional wounds. Very much likely. You know, trauma impacts sleep in so many negative ways. And, you know, for example, you might experience nightmares in your sleep. You know, have a lot of anxiety at night. Or, you know, have so much adrenaline in you that you can't even help but be alert and awake when you should be sleeping. These are signs of emotional wounds. Uh, so another one that we have here, we have, uh, you have a heavy heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so, you know, just in, in addition to some of the signs that I've mentioned, another major sign of an emotional wound is extreme sadness. And I don't think we need, uh, you know, to go deep on that. It's, it's pretty much obvious. If you're emotionally wounded, you tend to be sad a lot because you're thinking back at some painful experience that is just lingering in your mind that is just not addressed so that can tend to make you just feel sad every now and then you're usually just sad uh you know you might find yourself inexplicably sad throughout the day or you know hit your bouts of sadness somewhat randomly it just hits you when you don't even expect it you may even express your internal wounds by crying easily or over small things too so it's, it's really it's part of those things you know extreme sadness is hard to bear and if it goes on for a long time it may lead to emotional numbness and that's something that a lot of people actually are not very much aware of that they're struggling with because you can be sad for so long that you just become just numb like yeah because you've experienced so much pain that has been unaddressed that makes it hard for you to just you just basically get used to pain you just get used to trauma to the point that you're just like, yeah, yeah, I ain't seen nothing new. There's nothing new under the sun. There's nothing like this that I haven't experienced before. It's just, it's just, uh, I get as it be, truly. It's it just get as it be. Ugh, man, it's, 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 it's tough. But uh, yeah, the last uh, sign that I have here, you feel the most secure by yourself. It's very interesting. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, you know, in, in addition to being sad, there's this question that you could ask yourself. Do you find the most peace alone? Because a lot of people, <clears throat> a lot of people do not even understand that, you know, when you're finding the most peace alone, there could be a very strong reason why, you know, spending time alone can just make you feel the most calm and safe. But if so, there's a chance that you may be suffering from an emotional wound, you know. You just tend to, I don't know, you probably don't, I, I mean, life is, you, you hear stuff like you can't trust anyone, you, not even yourself exactly, but sometimes that thing would have hit deep for some people. Could have been an experience, somebody that you, you gave some benefit of doubt, you trusted, but they decided to, they just broke you. You just broke you and you decided, you know what, especially from a young age that, yeah, I'm being by myself. Sometimes it could even be a it might not even be a situation that you could control, like you know, being being like an only child growing up alone, 
and there may be your parents who are not even exactly always there. You mostly just have to get used to being by yourself. So when you're by yourself, doing things by yourself a lot, you're just you just feel like yeah, you're more secure by yourself. But one way or another, that's some form of emotional wound because it would be good that, you know, you have to feel different kind of emotions from different people, other family members, or whatever the case may be. But, unfortunately, you just didn't particularly have uh, that kind of support. So, you know, these wounds, they sting because you were most likely hurt or betrayed by someone close to you. This is, uh, you know, the when you're feeling most secure by yourself. And it could be a family member, you know, a friend, anyone else that you've trusted, basically. And, uh, you know, with that being said, emotional wounds can bring about trust issues that make it hard to feel secure around other people. Yes. So that's basically what I'm just uh, trying to explain. That, you know, this may cause you to avoid social events, spend a lot of time alone, and even accidentally begin to isolate yourself. You might not entirely understand that you are struggling with something very, very uh, serious that you really need to attend to. And, you know, although you may feel best alone in the moment, remember that social isolation can cause so many other forms of damage to your emotional well-being. And, uh, you know, honestly, I just really hope that we're able to give, you know, as I, during the course of the show, I give you some more insights on a few things that you really need to know about uh, this and how you can break free from emotional wounds. Okay, so uh, I want us to also now take a look at some of the emotional wounds, actually. The common emotional wounds that uh, people go through, people face. But there's one particular one that I want us to actually dwell on. Because that's the most common one, the most painful one. It's the deepest one, actually. So there's five of them. And there's the first one we're going to be taking a look at. So the five different kinds of emotional wounds are... Rejection, abandonment, humiliation, betrayal, and injustice. Yes, rejection, abandonment, humiliation, betrayal, and injustice. I mean, uh, you know, I don't, some of them are pretty much self-explanatory. You should be able to figure it out. That, But it's rejection that I want us to take a look at. But I'll just probably hint a little bit of the others. So, you know, when you're abandoned... You just, you just felt left alone. So that, that basically can now even still take you back to that very last sign where you just have to feel more secure by yourself because you could have been abandoned. So it can also lead you to having a heavy heart. Just, you just, everything, every one of these signs, you can actually very much experience it. You know, having a chaotic sleep schedule because, you know, you, you think a lot. You find yourself, everything is just, you know, not in the right order. You know, you even find yourself emotionally eating, you have trouble controlling your emotions because you, a lot of times, you're thinking about, uh, you, you're just easily, you could even easily get upset. You know, I can have low self-esteem because why am I being abandoned? Why was I abandoned? Why I don't have anyone? And you can even flash back to those events. It's, it's, everything is just, you know, connected one way or another. So those are those signs. Humiliation as well. You know, when you get humiliated, you, you're bound to absolutely feel an emotional wound have it uh, deep in you betrayal as well injustice but the most most the deepest one the deepest emotional wound is rejection you know they're just wounds that you cannot see but they can be so deeply rooted in your soul that 
they live with us for the rest of our lives these are emotional wounds scars you know from the problems just like i've been mentioning and they could even date back to your childhood and uh, it's, it's it's just really really disappointing but uh, one of the deepest just like i mentioned deepest emotional wounds is rejection because those who suffer from it feel it inside you know and interpreting everything that happens around them through the filler the the filter of their scars feeling rejected even when they really are not it's it's very deep it's it's just absolutely very very deep but you know let's take a look at the origin of rejection so you know to reject basically means to just resist to despise or to refuse what can you what can be translated into not liking you know something or someone and uh this very wound you know the wound of rejection can be caused by parents you know rejecting their children it's it's this is what we're talking about about like the origin of it like you know when it starts from childhood you know when your parents reject you it's it's something that a lot of people especially in this part of the world a lot of people really struggle with you could find a situation where and the painful part is a lot of parents are not even aware hey niger nation was good yeah so a lot of parents are not even aware that they contribute to why maybe perhaps that uh, they find a situation like they're, they're rejecting their kids let me give an instance of um their kids are not performing too well in school so they feel like ah this child is a failure they keep saying things that will just basically make the child feel rejected that, ah no no you're not this is not my child you know no child really really i know a lot of people have had their quiet experience I don't want to go too deep into it. So, you know, or just sometimes by children feeling rejected by their parents, even when there's no reason for feeling this way because of how maybe the kind of relationship they've had with their parents, they just, there's no proper, uh, you know, bonding that happens between both the, the, the parents and the children, you know. But, you know, from the earliest experience of rejection, a mask will begin to develop as a protection against the heartbreaking feeling, which is linked to undervaluing oneself and the characteristic and, and the characterized by uh, and it is characterized by an evasive personality and you know this is just according to a study that you know is out there you know so the first reaction when a person feels rejected is to run away Mm -hmm. and it's not unusual for children to invent an imaginary world where they feel safe rather than the regular world where they are rejected you know in the case of overprotection beyond the superficial traits masked as love the child will feel rejected since he's not accepted as he is it's these are the different things and uh you know but let's just take a look at characteristics of people who are wounded by rejection so a part of our personality is formed by the emotional wounds suffered as children and because of that the person who suffers from the wound of rejection tends to undervalue themselves and tries to attain perfection at all cost it is uh it's just uh, really disappointing. And according to this study that, you know, I mentioned, it was even uh, done by Lise Burbo, you know, the parents of the same sex is most likely to cause this wound. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's from the, the, this parent that the child most wants love and acceptance and the child will be very sensitive to any comments coming from that parent. Yes. Yeah, so as a son, you would rather want more validation from your father than your mother it's it's just it's just the way life is likewise for a daughter you know you'll be expecting better from your mother you get me so it's it's just a it's just a very very sensitive situation but you know the words like nothing non-existent and disappear 
you know, they form a part of the daily vocabulary confirming the belief and feeling of rejection that is so deeply entrenched. You know, so in this way, it is normal to prefer solitude because the more attention received, the more opportunity to be despised. It's, it's a very, very, very tricky situation, really, because you would expect that, you know, if you're getting more attention, people are supposed to be paying attention to, to certain things that should matter that might need to be fixed. But sometimes it might not be so. Because if you're getting more attention, what are you being told? What are the things that are just being shared to you? You know, and if there's the, if there's a need to share experience with other people, you know, people then that's the They try to tiptoe around. They are just beat around the bush because you know under the shell they have made they have barely talked, and if they do talk, it's only to reassure themselves. You know, so it's just a major struggle. You know, furthermore, they they live in constant ambivalence. You know, and when chosen, they cannot believe it. Even sabotaging situations. So if not chosen. They feel rejected by everyone else. It's it's a very, very sensitive uh, thing, really. You know, and in time, if an individual does not heal their wound of rejection, they can really turn to be spiteful and even hateful. So, that's one thing that, why me personally, I like to tell people that there are certain people, you need to understand that there are certain people that feel, that have like a certain way they live. It might not even entirely be because they want to be like that yes it would be good for you to actually heal from your problems but certain things that people actually are these days is because of the kind of childhood that they had a lot of people had a lot of things that they weren't they couldn't address mainly because they weren't like the right kind of the parents who were supposed to have taken a look at that or some form of the guardian or counselor they didn't have that kind of support so they held on to these uh you know, traumatic experiences, these emotional wounds that just basically shape them negatively. is It's it's just really sad, you know. But uh, it's... You just need to understand that basically the deeper the wound of rejection, the more pro- probable it is to be rejected or to reject others. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, uh, it's, 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 just, it's just really sad. But, you know, I want us to just take a look at, you know, healing from rejection before we go other two it's still very much relatable to every kind of uh you know emotional wound but now i want us to take a look at healing from uh, the wound of rejection so the just like i mentioned the deeper the wound of rejection the more we will reject ourselves and others and which can be hitting behind embarrassment really so there will be a tendency to run away but this is just a mask to protect oneself from the suffering caused by these wounds yes so, the best way to heal from a wound of rejection is simply by developing self-esteem. It might not exactly be, you know, like just like how they say Rome wasn't built in a day. It's a step-by-step situation. But, you know, to, you just need to learn how to value yourself, be confident without the need for approval of others. Understanding that I'm doing something and it's, it's good. It's, it's what I want to be doing. As long as it's good and it's something that you generally have interest in it, you don't exactly need to get approval from anybody, even your parents sometimes. Because you find that, especially in this part of the world, you find that, uh, you know, a lot of parents in, in Nigeria, let me just be specific. Nigeria, a lot of parents don't exactly support their children's needs. It's, I mean, nowadays, we've, we, you know, we have a lot of parents that are arising and waking up to the fact that, yes, it's not every job that you tell your child to do or it's not every normal job that you have your children to do there are other things that that 
contribute, last last that will contribute to making this country better. So if your child wants to be a carpenter, that's fine. You can literally become a billionaire from being a carpenter. I just need to know how exactly you're going to start up that wood company and have like, you know, be doing different furnitures, uh, different things really. You could even make a wood house, literally. So parents just need to learn to be supportive. But ultimately, just like what I'm saying, having to deal with uh, rejection, you just need to develop your self-esteem. Just value yourself more. Be confident in whatever it is that you're doing. You don't need no approval from anyone, you know. And to do that, uh, here are some very, very helpful tips that you should make sure to keep uh, put into consideration. So, you know, an essential step to accept the wound as part of oneself, you know. You need to accept that, yes, this is just something that that is there. But you are now taking that step to feel free, to, you know, to break free. You know, it's just a, a bottle of trapped feelings. Let me use it like that. So, if we deny the presence of our suffering, we won't be able to work on healing it, you know. The best way to actually address, uh, to fix a problem is to identify it first. The first step, rather, is to identify that, okay, this is a problem that I have. You know, so once you've accepted it, the next step is to forgive. Mm-hmm. So this will help you free up, uh, you know, free yourself from the past. You know, put yourself first from the way we treat ourselves and everyone else second. And realize that it's very likely that the person who has hurt you also suffers from a deep hurt or a wounding experience. And that's one thing that a lot of people need to understand. Because this has been a trend for years. Like, I don't know when, it's probably since the beginning of time. People have been traumatized. People have experienced different kind of things, emotional wounds that were never addressed. They never healed from. So, they basically just transfer some form of, uh, would I say, emotions, aggression, some form of wounds in a way. Or like these problems that they experience onto you. And you wouldn't entirely understand that certain people... Even like, just like I've been saying, some of our parents, some of our parents are actually really emotional. A lot of our parents are emotionally wounded. But it's rather unfortunate that a lot of them are not aware of these things and how they need to address them because it really would affect how your child comes out. So, really and truly, you need to just understand that people are really emotionally wounded. Yes, it would be great for them to attend to their problems, but somehow that's me personally i like to give i need to call people i need to i like to call people some slack because i don't know what it is that that's hurt them that's made them the way they are so that's why you just need to forgive just like how the bible bible was not joking when it says forgive and forget because you really need to break free you need to you need to let go of that emotional wound because if you don't forgive and forget it might not entirely be the easiest thing to forget, not even gonna lie. But if you can forgive, you feel a load off your chest, honestly. So another uh, step is to start to treat yourself with love and give yourself priority. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, just give yourself attention, love, just self-worth, really, that you truly do deserve. It's imperative to keep growing, undoubtedly. So once you can treat yourself with high priority with full love you understand that okay yes these are you just basically it'll be easy for you to break free from from an emotional wound absolutely so uh you know, while we can erase the sufferings we have experienced in the past we really we really can always elevate our wounds and help them heal so that uh, the pain can go away or at least it can be relieved 
So, uh, because in some way we are we are captains of our soul, just like how uh, you know the famous speaker, famous man Nelson Mandela said, "In some way we are captains of our soul." So you really are in charge. You need to just figure out how to steer that ship that is life that you have going on. Because if you absolutely choose to stay in that emotional wound, it wouldn't do you any good. It's it's tough. It would be great, like, you know, especially as a child, if you had that kind of experience as a child, it would be great that, you know, you have your parents, the people that possibly played that role that uh, that hit you, that hurt you, that wasn't addressed to uh, to speak to you about it. But really and truly, you get to a point where you realize that you are the captain of your soul. And if you break free, if you make that conscious effort to actually just break free, oh, man, you would, you would, you would just feel so great, honestly, really. So really, it's, it's it's very very important that that we we make these uh these very very helpful moves and uh, take a look at how we can break free from emotional wounds. So uh, now I just want to give like some general tips before I can open up the phone lines for for questions for comments on uh, you know these very sensitive topic. But you know, so I, I want to take a look at some some helpful tips but you need to understand very much that emotional healing is very very possible so you know i just want to assure you that emotional healing is possible you know because me personally i see people make remarkable recoveries i know that i I mean it's not very common i know but i see i've seen people that and funny enough most times i've seen people make these is is in church you know people that actually my own personal church that's why I would always say, find a good church if you're actually a Christian. Find a good church that that basically teaches you not just about the the normal things that, oh, okay, you have to be your faith in God. Yes, those things are very important, but there are other aspects of life that even the Bible speaks of, but most churches don't attend to. I mean, I like my church because they even have sex talks. They have health talks. They have just like emotional wounds this was literally inspired from a sermon that happened on sunday this particular conversation that i brought up here so these kind of things you know i I, it makes me feel good when i see other people in my church that heal from these things and i'm like okay why not bring it on my show some of my listeners that are listening it could benefit they could benefit from this so i just want you to understand that absolutely you can heal from emotional wound you just need to put in the signs the the tips into consideration so some of the tips that i want you to take uh you to understand about this is number one you need to take baby steps you know you need to try to make uh you know the changes in a gradual way don't rush don't rush because you know if you take too many changes all at once they can really backfire that's a fact so understand that yes just like i mentioned identify that there is a problem so now once you do that you now take the baby steps to how you're going to have, you're going to find a way to just heal the wound. Don't just rush into it because if you rush in, you rush out. Just like how a famous uh, Nigerian artist would say it. So another uh, tip that I have here is that you have to remember that you don't have to heal 100% to improve the quality of your life. Because a lot of people will feel like, okay, this is the problem that I'm faced with. Or rather faced, okay, yes, so face to face, anyone, going. <laughs> So, a lot of people would see a situation where like, they feel like, um, I need to entirely address this problem before I can progress in life. But that's not so. Because life life is not, nobody's perfect. Nothing, 
no incense can even be perfect. Even machines are like 80% efficient, but they still be working. People still be banking on them. So you need to understand that you absolutely need to accept the fact that you don't exactly need to heal 100% from that for your life to actually progress. That's one thing that you need to absolutely understand. You know, many people mistakenly believe that emotional healing is an all or nothing type of situation. You know, but this belief can can really be discouraging and overwhelming. But most importantly, it is not accurate. You know, any modest amount of healing will improve the quality of your life, to be honest. So, just like I mentioned the initial step, take baby steps. Don't rush into it, okay? Alright, so another one that is very, very important. Everything is still fun, uh, is still connected in a way. You need to be patient and persistent. Mm-hmm. You know, healing is a lot of work, no doubt. It really is a lot of work, which is why we need to be patient and we need to allow time to, you know, just allow for the time that is needed to gain the new insights and the skills to just basically just break free. You know, we need to be persistent and keep going even when it gets really difficult because it really would, you know, it's not easy breaking free. Just like um, taking a look at like an addiction, for instance, now. If you're addicted to something and you really want to let go, you know how hard that is. Uh, okay, you've you've made that decision that yes, I want to let go, but okay, let me think of an addiction. Um, smoking. So if you smoke normally, but you want to quit smoking, it's an addiction. You've made up that decision. If you normally are smoking, you you have friends that smoke. That's a very much likely situation. So it wouldn't entirely be easy for you to stop smoking if you still very much hang around those friends. I'm not entirely saying rid of those friends, but now you need to actually set priorities straight. Okay, now I know that these my friends, they actually have their value to me, but there are certain things that they do that I need to actually stop doing that. I've made this decision that I want to stop smoking. What exactly am I going to do? So you find yourself having to think of, okay, where are the situations, the instances that make us smoke together? I need to read of those. What exactly are they of value to me for? I need to know how I'm going to still make use of these things for, uh, you know, be able to connect with them on those levels and just not exactly find myself to, you know, just going there and just absolutely, oh, there's a funny message that I just saw right here. But uh, all in all, basically, all in all, you need to be willing to try new approaches and, you know, just challenge yourself in new ways. Just sit down and think about the best way to break free from some kind of difficult challenge that you want to let go of. Think of the best ways because um, if not, you really won't be able to heal. So another tip here is to set realistic expectations. You know, if you're, if you're, it's, it's very important to, to basically set realistic expectations things that you know truly and truly even if no matter how hard it seems you know that it can actually happen it can actualize because when you don't set them you know we end up disappointed and you know frustrated often at ourselves most likely and that doesn't help our healing so you need to absolutely set realistic expectations and you know one of the most common unrealistic expectations that you find is that people expect progress to be consistent that is one thing that a lot of people don't even... That is pretty much unrealistic because life is full of challenges. So even if you keep going up, something's going to come and hit you down a little bit. But you have to pick yourself back up. So you need to understand that there are certain things 
that are very very possible so yes expect that okay for instead of taking a look at it that oh no I've, at this point i've made the, the conscious uh, decision that i'm gonna be free just like the instance of smoking now you can choose to to stop smoking to stop hanging out with your friends or it might not even be that very moment you decide to stop smoking that you stop hanging out with your friends but at some point maybe you can go two weeks without smoking then one way or another you end up hanging out with your guys somehow you feel that pressure and then you just probably smoke but then you regret it that is you know it cannot be a consistent moving you have to accept that yes you could be lucky no doubt but at some point you will still probably succumb a little bit but you need to understand that yes it is part of life but you have your head on straight on where you're going to so you cannot just say okay because of just this small moment now i give up nah you know nobody gets stronger and stronger healthier and healthier that's just life progress is more likely to be two steps forward and one step backward that's just how life is so you need to understand and honestly don't be surprised if sometimes it's two steps backwards and one step forward Mm -hmm. but that you need to understand that that isn't failure it is just reality a realistic expectation you know coupled with patience persistence compassion will really lead you forward you know in life and it just may include a few details but you need to be slower than you like and uh, understand that basically you will still progress so another helpful tip that i have here is uh, view setbacks as part of the process and learning opportunities and you know not only are setbacks normal but they are also often and we learn more from what doesn't work than what does exactly because i mean for you to learn you know that okay something like this doesn't work so now i have to fi- figure out a new way to 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 make something like this work that is how you learn not that okay i'm very much aware that this thing works this way so what exactly am i learning new when it's just like a constant thing you get so instead of trying to avoid setbacks or relapses you just need to accept that they are part of the process and they challenge yourself to be curious about what you can learn that will ultimately just help you move forward and uh, you know towards greater healing and self-love so it's absolutely important that you accept these setbacks and relapses but just uh, have it at the back of your mind or even at the front of your mind that you know there's going to be progress it's it's part of the process so another uh, helpful tip here is that you have to prioritize self-care and self-compassion absolutely just like how i mentioned when we're taking a look at the healing from rejection exactly self-care is absolutely like you know prioritizing yourself loving yourself very well you know when you ask a lot of yourself you need to give a lot to yourself Mm -hmm. that's breaking free from the wound requires a lot Working on emotional healing takes an awful lot of energy, no doubt, a lot of time, and sometimes it's going to need some money, you know, if you're probably going to take, um, it could get you, just like how the emotion, I, um, so one thing that, that my pastor actually said that hit home is your emotions can really affect your health. Like, the way your emotional wounds can hit you can really affect your health. And that really reminded me of a friend of mine some, some time back, so we were really close and then we fell off we had this we used to have like back and forth arguments this was a female friend of mine we used to have these back and forth arguments and then i just basically told her you know what we need to we need we need a break from each other and then it really hit her so deep that to the point that she even ended up in the hospital like it was bad so 
you need to understand that almost some of these things you might you might need to spend money sha it's going to take your energy it's going to take your time but at the end of the day as long as you identify what the issue is and you know that okay yeah so there are certain things nothing good comes easy that's life so you might have to sacrifice certain things to get to where you want to be but you know in order to just keep going you need to really pay attention to your feelings and your physical sensation in your body you know such as your, your tight muscles, your headaches and fatigues, all that, uh, you know, all those important things that you need to pay attention to so that basically you improve your well-being. Because um, these are your body's way of telling you that you really need some help. So you need to take that extra time and listen and take good care of yourself. Because if not, um, yeah. So another very helpful tip that I have here is you need to be willing to process your feelings about the past. You know, you just absolutely need to process you know sometimes they like i would some people would say you need to let go of the past but it's it's not a bad idea to let go but you need to learn how to process your feelings about the past you know you need to try to avoid what happened in the past you know that doesn't work that's those are the things that you are going to let go of you know those feelings that tend to stick around sometimes just lying dormant or numbed for a while but eventually boils back into our consciousness with a vengeance you know so this is why if you actually seek therapy therapists will often tell you that you need to feel your feelings it's a very very important thing actually they will tell you that you need to feel your feelings so that you can easily break free and basically just have an understanding that there are certain things that you need to leave in the past you are certain things that you can still hold on to but those are the good things about life you know so, uh, I just also, just like, uh, we need to feel them and give them space, you know, these certain things, and, you know, before they lose their power over us, that's the thing about it, and truly become part of the past. Because if you don't process it in the right way, you really will not break free. You know, you can slowly work on sitting quietly, allowing your feelings to surface, identifying them, naming them, and exploring why they are there. You need to understand, just identify them and then see how you can actually figure out a way to break free from it. You know, for many people, this is quite challenging and working with a therapist can be very helpful. That's one thing I would say. Because like, you know, an expert will make you understand why they'll probably have different perspectives of things. But at, at the end of the day, they will come to what exactly could be the root of your problem and help you to break free. But uh, this is also leading to the very last tip that I have here. Ask for help. Yes. Healing is not meant to be done in isolation. Healing is not meant to be done in isolation. Like imagine a situation where you are struggling with, uh, you feel secure all by yourself. You can't exactly heal by yourself. That's the truth. If you have a problem, just like how math, for instance, if you are, if you are giving, if you come for an examination, you do not study, you do not join classes, you don't, you cannot pass. But if you got the help from your teacher, from studying from your friends, you are, you are definitely going to excel in that course. So it isn't easy to just ask for help, no doubt. Especially if, you know, you felt betrayed in the past. But, you know, reaching out for help has so many benefits. Especially, you know, emotional support, guidance, and the ability to just break down shame. Because shame is something that a lot of people do feel and struggle with. And, you know, help can take many different forms depending on your needs. So I just hope that, you know, you look at it as another form of self-care and ask for the kind of help that best meets your needs. 
okay so uh, this i know a lot of people would have really found this very helpful and uh right about now i think it's time for me to open up the phone lines i've been seeing some some the phone lines buzzing but just like i mentioned i'm gonna i can't exactly take the phone until i'm ready to you know i've, I've finished everything that i wanted to say and i think i've pretty much come to the end of what i wanted to say but I just want to, before now I finally open up the phone lines, I want to give you some helpful affirmations, things that you can meditate with that can just ultimately help with this healing process. Things that you can say to yourself that you know that, okay, these are the steps. These are part of the steps to actually getting, breaking free from emotional wounds. The first thing that you can say to yourself is emotional healing is possible. Emotional healing is possible because a lot of people do not accept the fact that they can actually heal from whatever it is that they're feeling. But once you come to terms with the fact that emotional healing is possible, you are taking a very bold step. Another thing you can say to yourself is, I am learning to take it one day at a time. Baby steps, don't rush. I am learning to take it one day at a time. Another thing, I will remember that it's not a race to the finish line. There's no need to rush. Take it one step at a time. Another thing you can say to yourself, I will be patient with myself and continue to take small steps forward. You need to say these things. You need to keep affirming these things because if you don't, you won't exactly get that emotional healing that you need. You know, another thing you can say is, when I have setbacks, I will use it as an opportunity to learn more about myself and how to heal from my emotional wounds. Because, like like I mentioned, these setbacks, they will keep hitting you. But you need to now know how you can, from when these emotions resurface, how you can use them to break free. Another thing you can also keep reaffirming is that emotional healing is a lot of work. But you will treat yourself with loving care. And remember that you need to replenish your physical and emotional energy. Regardless of the lot of work that it, it is, it's going to pay off. That's one thing that you need to accept. Another thing you need to accept is, say to yourself, I will try to slow down and feel my feelings. Just like how, like I mentioned, therapists will tell you, you need to feel your feelings. You need to come to terms with what it is that's bothering you. Another thing that you can really affirm is, I will seek help from trusted people who can give me guidance, encouragement, and love along this journey. This journey of emotional healing another thing is i am healing one day at a time these are different affirmations that you can keep saying that will be very helpful i am learning to trust myself and speak my truth i am learning to embrace my true self my imperfections and all i am learning to let go of what other people think and to honor what i think and feel i am learning about my interests my priorities my values i am learning to make time to rest I am learning to make time to have fun, to pursue my own goals. I am learning to put myself on my to-do list. I am healing one day at a time. I am learning to be me. These are the very, very important things that you need to affirm for you to break free from emotional wounds. Okay, so guys, uh, I hope this was very helpful. 
I don't know if anyone, we still have about uh, just a little over 10 minutes in this particular segment for comments, uh, questions, uh, you know, additions. If there's probably any things that I, I left out that you feel that you could add to this conversation, feel free to call into the show or you can send in WhatsApp messages or you can tweet at us. So we have uh, some messages already and we have the phone line buzzing already. Uh, okay, so let me take this one and I'll announce the call for the listeners who are not aware of the night's call. Hello, good morning. Yes, Obi, good morning. Good morning, Mr. Francis. Uh, Obi, you're talking to me, <laughs> Honestly, I think I'm talking to almost everybody. <laughs> but yeah, I agree with you. I'm glad you're listening. For the 17 years, I'll be. Mm. I'm almost approaching 60. No mother, no father. Wife, I run away. I'll be a comedy. I can try everything possible. I'll always be angry to myself. Mm. You know, sight is very important. We have a big man before I celebrate him because of this eye. Yes, I have to meditate. I don't know really the matter. I saw that the day. When that the day will come, I cannot. I cannot be healed. Hunger. Anger. Yes. And I am the only one stone for God's sake. I'm the only one stone. Wow. I cannot be here. You cannot be who doesn't know the type of show you wear. You cannot not to ask for help. People lamenting why you cry for help. You know, that's that's one thing that you need to understand that there are always going to be those bad people that will say funny things. But one thing that you need to identify is those people that genuinely matter to you. Those are the people that you should be listening to what they have to say because life is full of ups and downs and the downs is, in this your situation is the people that will keep telling you negative things i'm sorry okay yeah before you see i keep my eye open all the time i cannot sleep all in that night no money to pay as rent everyone will go work go market i will be at home if somebody cannot hold me, I cannot move around. I'm getting old, I cannot survive. How to eat is problem. How caught up I'll be listening to you. More grace to you. That's why anybody will have help. I'm no longer sure I cannot see you. You see, I feel you're black or yellow. I cannot see you. The world, but God have touched his mind to, to, to help, to encourage me. We need to be happy. what you just need to do mr francis is take a look at take your time and now think about the people that genuinely matter that genuinely care and then if it probably needs a situation where you might have to even move by all means do so for your health for your mental health for your well-being for your break free 
Okay. But yeah, just just think deep. I I I know that. I know that it's it's. You don't know the worst part of it. It's affecting my left, all my left side, or it's affecting my left eye. It's affecting all my left side. It cannot function very well again. My left hand, my left leg, cannot function very well again. The worst part, please, that so that it will be be helping me. People who are head those things when I have one head problem, they will protect me. Life. Okay. All right. Thank you so much for calling in, Mr. Francis. Thank you very much for calling in. I'm really sorry. You know, that's the thing. A lot of people are going through a lot of things. Just like I said, everybody has something that bothers them. That is why you shouldn't be quick to judge because you don't know what anybody is going through. Even if even even some people that do some bad things, there's a hurt that prompted them to do those things. I'm not I'm not saying it's good, no. I'm not entirely still saying cut them some slack. But I'm just okay, yes, saying to understand is sort of telling you to cut them some slack. Ah man, life get us to be. We have over five minutes left in this segment, so if you want to call in, uh we have zero eight zero nine two three four five nine one three zero eight zero nine one nine one three nine one three zero eight zero nine two 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 zero nine one three okay hello good morning hello, lego talks hi good morning what is your name and where are you calling from oh okay Chine. hi good morning how you doing i'm fine uh, you sound very um, calm today, which is unlike you. Are you good? <laughs> I'm good. Because, you know, I'm just listening to Lego's live. Okay, so what do you like to contribute to the conversation? <laughs> I listen to Friday. I listen to what you say. I listen to when you're listening to you. Okay, we lost that call, Chinay. Feel free to call back in. That's another call that we lost. Yes, uh, my people, feel free to call into the show, and I will gladly take your call right before we wrap up this segment. We have about five minutes left, or actually less than five minutes. It's about four minutes and two seconds. But uh, yes, the number is to call 0809-234-5913. 0809-191-3913. That is the women-only line. We have 0809-222-0913. Good morning, Lagos Talks. Good morning. Hi, good morning. This is Daniel. Um, hey, am I, am I on the Sorry, I didn't I didn't get that clearly. I said, am I on the Um... Uh, well, I heard what you said, but I won't say entirely very audible. So maybe if you can speak up, that would be good. Okay, I think it should be better now. Yes, yes, it sounds better now, yes. Okay, so um, I actually have a story I want to share. Okay, all right. But um, I, 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 I want you to share your story, but I would appreciate it if you are quick about it, please. Because for, for the sake of the time, 
so we can you know take a look at it together okay all right so yeah but what is your name by the way is this you sound my like name, my, my, my name is Anthony. I'm coming I... from Jibou. okay okay that's nice nice well done welcome all right so you can share your story okay well it's not um something very very personal okay Okay, Anthony, are you there? Hello? Okay, I think... Uh, Anthony, please call back in if you're listening because I cannot hear you anymore. But um, let me see. We have a message. Okay, this is just a message that's sent in. Okay, we have another call. I'll take this message afterwards. Hello? Hello? Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, man, I need back then, Jerry. Oh, okay, that's all right. Welcome back. So yeah, Mr. Francis, like seriously, I was really quite a father to call. But then how are you gonna help? Because you don't even know his location and all, and then the security issues they have in Nigeria. Oh, mm. that's that. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Francis stays, I think, Satellite Town. I think so. What do you say? I think he stays in Satellite Town here in Lagos. Yeah, he says, yeah, he is. He can't see. Yeah, he just wants to move him around. All I'm saying. Yeah, yeah I'm in a way now. So. I'm just saying, helping someone like him, like, but the person needs to move around, like, I don't know, mm. get to a known location for safety reasons and all of that. So. Yeah. And, and you know, a lot of things are happening now. When you're helping, you could even get with me with that. So, everybody has to be careful as well. Mm, okay. Okay. No problem. Thank you so yeah. much for that contribution. I listen to what you're saying about emotional healing and all of that. Like, you need some emotional wounds and mm-hmm. your past wounds and all. For me, I feel when you say something about when you speak to yourself and you. You like your own company. I kind of laughed, like I laughed, I laughed out loud. But man, sometimes it could be therapeutic, sincerely. Like you're in your own space, you know, like, and you're sleeping in that comfort or loneliness. You call it loneliness, but me, I call it so much strength because the quietness, that's what I call it. Because you get to think deeply, you know. Get to reflect, get to have time for yourself. For me. Yeah, I I, I didn't entirely say it was entirely wrong. If you like, you were listening. I said sometimes it might not be good. It could be a sign of emotional wounds. Cause yes, everybody needs some alone time at some point in their life. You know, they can use to reflect. But it is not always a case of you know therapy. It could actually be a case of a problem, an emotional problem. Yeah, for me personally, yeah. I just want to send my regards to Professor Deborah, Professor Mrs. Deborah Ajayi, like Dubai Ajayi, okay. former HOD Mathematics Department, University of Ibadan, because, man, and then the Chapel of Resurrection, too, with University of Ibadan, like, they've been really helpful, like, Professor Aremor, mm. I really owe them a whole lot. I know with time, yeah, I'll pay up my debt. Like, this, okay. they really came in handy when I was going through a lot of emotional trauma and all of that. Okay. So, okay. yeah, they helped me pick, um, pick 
myself up, like dust myself up, and then see how I could forge on and continue with life. And I won't forget that. So. Okay. All yeah. right. No problem. Shout out to them. Thank you so much mm-hmm. for calling in. Uh, yeah, I'm looking okay. forward to 4 o'clock. All right. No problem. <laughs> so now you started right, 2, 2 o'clock, no longer 1 a.m. No, I started before 2 o'clock, actually. But, okay. Yeah. No, I started before 2 o'clock, actually. I took the time more. Then I, that means you probably tuned in late. But uh, I need to wrap up this segment and take one last call before I go. Okay, All so right. thank you. All right, bye. Uh, hello. Yeah, Obi, I'm leaving up for the third fest at my time. What should I stop? Okay. All right. No problem. Yeah, sorry. I've done that bridge. You just supposed to try fast. What should I stop? Okay. All right. Okay. No yeah. All right. And that's all. All right. Opposite trade fair. Okay. All right. So, um, I really was hoping to hear Anthony's story, but let's just take one last call before we wrap up this segment. Hello. Good morning. Hello, man. Hello, my brother. Good morning. Good morning, sir. What is your name and where you yeah. calling from? I'm calling from Ojota. This is Aridayo Adikuki Bani. Okay. Welcome. Welcome. Join the conversation, please. Yeah, please. Um, I had every every point you made, and I would really appreciate it. Is it possible? I want to request for something from you, please. Oh, okay. Is it possible for me to get a record of this particular topic that you just treated this morning? Mm, okay, so I guarantee you it will be available on our podcast platforms, okay? I don't know if... On uh, what? Um, on our podcast platforms. So you can, if you search on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, different podcast platforms, you would be... Or also, do you follow us on Instagram? No, 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 no. Okay, so you can... Yeah, I can do that right away. Yes, yeah, so I would, uh, I would I would ask our social media person to prompt when the episode has been uploaded so that people can actually go back and listen. But it will be available oh, on our podcast. And then there will be a link available to okay. to listen so no problem i will okay. I, 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 it's will a be very fantastic topic i really appreciate you god bless you yes no problem thank you very much for that i'm Love glad nice all right take care have a good day enjoy the rest of the show right, bye okay so yes i was going to mention you this will be available uh for listen backs at uh on our podcast streaming platforms because uh i mean this i believe this is a very very helpful piece that a lot of people would love to listen to and uh this also just gave me inspiration to resume uh, a podcast that i initially used to do before i even came on radio heroics podcast so it basically was just like some form of therapy even though it didn't go the way i wanted it to go but i think yeah maybe i might even put this on there who knows <laughs> but anyway be on the lookout but i'm guaranteeing you it's going to be available on lagos talks podcast uh streaming platforms so when this is available, there will be a prompt on our social media platforms, okay? So, guys, thank you so much for listening. I really hope that uh, a lot of people could make use of this very helpful piece. And remember to affirm those very helpful healing meditational words. You know, emotional healing is possible. I'm learning to take it one day at a time. I'm healing. I remember that it is not a race to the finish line. I will be patient with myself and continue to to make these small steps forward. These are the different things 
But you know what? Don't worry. When you listen back, you hear them all uh, all together again. You can pen them down and just, you know, every day recite them in this journey to breaking free from emotional wounds. All right, right about now, it's time for me to wrap up this segment where I literally about five minutes uh, eaten. We've eaten the five minutes into the next segment, which is concessions. So uh, thank you guys once again for being a part of this conversation. Those who listened, those who called in, those who sent in messages. Okay, the message that we have here is not exactly concerning this topic. So I will read it, but it's going to be in the next segment, okay? All right, guys, keep it on 91.3. I will be back very soon. Your favorite Lagos Talks podcasts are now available on all online podcast platforms. Simply search for Lagos Talks 913 on your preferred podcast platform. Lagos Talks 91.3. Join the conversation.